0: It's Friday, and it's episode 25 of Spinal Tap Minute, the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and none more black eyes the movie This Is Spinal Tap, one magnificent minute at a time. I am still Heidi Bennett, and it's still at HeidiBennett.com is where you can find me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm Sean German of 5MinutesOfMime.com. And joining us once again, our very special Friday guest is graphic novel artist, Andy Runton. Thank you for joining us once again, Andy. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, so super. We get to uh, close out a very exciting week with Minute 25. And just to sum it up in a few words, Minute 25 of the movie This Is Spinal Tap starts with Ian checking in and being quickly abandoned by the band. It ends with the band running into a fellow musician. Duke Fame is in town. And in between we find out that uh, there's some issues with the arrangements. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so <laughs> so we start off with Paul Benedict letting us know that it's just a slight problem, nothing serious.
0: Ha <laughs> So right off the bat, you guys, I just got to, when we were talking about this yesterday, it reminded me of, I don't know if you'd call it exactly a Spinal Tap Minute, but I mentioned before that my husband and I took a epic road trip for our honeymoon. And Andy, when you were talking about, oh, every time I check in at a hotel, it reminds me of this minute. And he and I were on the road, and I do not remember what town we were in. We actually planned out quite a quite a lot of cool um like vintage hotels or retro kind of hotels to stay at some cool mm-hmm. interesting places but some towns we just kind of pulled in and we we're like we're done for the night you know right off the freeway no no Yelp reviews or trip advisor just you know that yeah. place looks fine and we pulled into this hotel pretty pretty tired it was uh, on the lower budget side we went in we got our room I don't recall if it was a King Leisure, but actually, what it was was one of those rooms where they've got a heart shaped jacuzzi. <laughs> oh um,
1: yeah, I've been in those. in <laughs> Were you in the Poconos?
0: Oh my gosh! So so we get in, and I you know run in to use the restroom, and as I you know I'm sitting there doing my lady business, I look down and kind of notice. Mm, it's kind of not the cleanest bathroom I've ever been in. And I mean, you know,
2: uh, it's always the worst. Pretty always prudy, the worst.
0: But yeah, it was not good. I could see some kind of dead bugs on the floor and
2: oh, it's a bad sign.
0: not a good sign. And then I went in and sat on the bed oh. and it just there was just it just felt skeezy and you know didn't smell very good. And then we went into kind of the main room. So that that heart-shaped tub hot tub was like in a different room. Mm-hmm. And we went in there and we were having a laugh about it, you know, like, oh, we well, get this heart-shaped hot tub, rah, rah, you know, and we're on our honeymoon. And then that thing was dirty, too. <laughs> so oh. we quickly decided there's no effing way we're going to stay in this room. <laughs> you know, this is disgusting. It was the first and only time this happened on this whole month-long road trip. So we backed out of the room, you know, grabbed our pillows, which we had unfortunately, you know, brought in and thrown on the bed. And got back. I got back into the truck, and, you know, my brand-new husband said... I'll go in and take care of it, you know? So he went in and (laughs) (laughs) to get our money back. And the people that were behind the counter, they were going to give him his money back, but not after him having to kind of fight them on, on them suggesting that, well, you guys were in there for a little while that like we had run in <laughs> to have, oh like a free quickie on the side of the road <laughs> and then run back out and he i mean he when he came out to the truck he was still like red and fuming from oh, just the just worst. them That's funny. <laughs> yeah it was it was gross guys and then so then we quickly went to like a hilton garden inn or something mm-hmm. a little bit nicer and Whatever the one is where you get a nice, fresh, hot cookie when you walk in.
2: Oh, yeah. Grab that cookie. I think it's the garden in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then it just felt so, oh, you know. (laughs) It felt so much better. (laughs) Sometimes you
2: got to play it safe. You got to play it safe. (laughs) No, the check-in process is always, even even today, it's just one of those things. You never know what you're going to get until you see the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just, you're like, you hope for the best so
0: so yeah we've got a little issue here
1: (laughs) yeah well so so, yeah so paul really undersells it it's it's more than a little issue when uh so they've asked for seven rooms and instead they've given them one room on the (laughs) seventh floor yeah
2: seven suites you know so it's like first of all that's a lot that's a lot of space yeah you know so like that's uh that's a whole that's a whole floor of a of a smaller hotel you know so i mean that's a but yeah mm-hmm. memphis Welcome to Memphis, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, welcome
0: to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, you know, we're still as far as the, the the trajectory of the band is going, we're still, yeah, we're we're we've got seven suites. We're a, a big time band here, and we're gonna come in and and we're gonna be on the first floor so we don't have to go too far and we'll just crash in our rooms and be done with it. But that's that's not the case here.
1: So And Nigel and David don't look concerned at all they can see that that Ian's got a situation he needs to deal with and they're they're you know either they're maybe they're just laughing at something else or they're having a little bit of a chuckle at a you know at the pain Ian's about to go through but they're they seem fine to just leave it to Ian to take care of things
2: yeah it's the growing I think the growing um, uh, frustration with Ian as the manager. And kind of you know like they're doing their job they're they're here and so it's this is Ian's job to take care of this and he's got the cricket bat ready to go and uh, he is uh, they're like all right well he'll take care of it <laughs> 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 as we yeah. see later that cricket bat you know is used for some serious <laughs> destruction choking <Yeah, laughs> of and <laughs> yeah. stuff you know
1: and this yeah. is this go ahead I was just gonna say this is another minute where. Where they bury the jokes, the jokes just go by. I mean, the the overarching thing is just kind of oh the the uneasy situation of they need a bunch of rooms, they don't have them. You know how's that going to work out? But then there's just these little one-liners in this back and forth between Ian and uh, and and Paul Benedict is the name of the actor who's playing the uh, the guy working the desk here, Smitty. Smitty, yes, yeah. yeah, Smitty, Smitty is his name. Yeah yeah um, Just don't don't tempt me sir <laughs> don't tempt me sir don't, yeah and he's I got mean,
0: an incredible talk about great look good drummer i mean look at this <laughs> these, bo- these Coke yeah. bottle glasses
2: and this obvious wig the, i wonder if those are the same glasses that the keeper <laughs> is wearing
1: i you know i should look back yeah, you know um, like that. Was a
2: Because they didn't want the actors to be, you know, because that's Ed Ed Begley Jr., right? And they didn't want the, the, you know, they didn't want these actors to be recognized, you know. The Jeffersons was a big show at the time, you know. So I mean, it was, uh, it was, uh, it's one of those things that, um, it's, it's, but it's a great, it's a great look for him. It is. uh, And it's still
0: very (laughs) realistic. It's a very realistic look.
2: Very realistic. Very realistic, all by himself, you know, underplaying the problems that they've got. Mm -hmm. Because that's a lot. Well, it is a king leisure, sir. So every time, there's only one time I actually got into a a, uh, hotel room and all they had left was a king bed. And it was me (laughs) and my publisher at the time. And so it was like, well, it's a big bed. It's all good, you know, but it's uh, (laughs) sometimes... Sometimes. Uh, but, you know, that's a lot of people, the Fitnic English. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and actually, um, that does remind me, of, I'll I'll tell the shortest version of this story. But for my wedding, we were having the wedding in Alameda, and we lived in Alameda, but I did want to spend the night elsewhere. The world and elsewhere the night before. So, <laughs> so I had um, suggested to everybody that you know most of the people in our wedding party that were visiting from out of town and would want to spend the night that we all stay in the same hotel, and it was kind of a '60s vintage sort of a look, so kind of my favorite sort of stuff, and pool in the in the courtyard and all that stuff, and so the whole hotel was pretty much full with. Friends and family members coming in from out of town, and I show up with my maid of honor, and uh, they start getting nervous and looking weird, you know, behind the counter and sort of shuffling things oh, about. No. And it ended up that they did not have my deluxe suite oh, my. available. So we did get a room, and it was one bed. And you know, she's my longtime girlfriend. Of course, we could sleep in a bed together, no problem. But I mean, we both snore, and it was not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted my own king leisure. Yeah. You know, I wanted my own private room on my night. And oh my God, i I I had it. I mean, I had my my little moment. You know, where I mm. was just yelling at them. I am the pride. <laughs> So, yeah, and, you know, um, it all turned out fine, of course, but that was, that was definitely a bit of a Spinal Tap moment for me.
1: That's funny. I have a bit of a, a hotel story um, for, for, a different, for a different reason. So I was uh, in college and I was going, I was in, uh, I was down in Texas for the summer doing some, some summer school stuff, doing some uh, research at uh, UT Arlington and a bunch of us in the program Drove down to Galveston for the weekend on the Gulf Coast, and we got a single room with two queen beds. And there were uh, five of us. I think it was five of us: th- three guys and and two ladies. And, and it was fine. You were just like, "Hey, it's it's the weekend. We're in college. Whatever. You know, three guys in one bed, the the two women in the other. It was like no hanky panky or anything. Um-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should hope not.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, no. But uh, don't so me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we were we were very attractive too. So. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> they are very attractive. So, very attractive. but there, we're you know we're we're kids. We're kind of joking around, and so you know the 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 guys are like I don't remember all the details, but the guys are like after we're joking around, but then after the lights go out and we're supposed to be going to sleep, the guys are kind of poking at the girls and running over, throwing stuff, whatever and one of the girls had a camera and would just like flashes so if one of the guys kind of ran over to their side of the room would just you know you'd have the flash go off in this completely Ugh. dark room and Ugh. blind everybody we had it had those beds the the vibrating bed there was a little change thing on the nightstand you put a quarter fingers. in magic finger. yeah <laughs> that's how you know we're in a, a classy joint yeah the magic thing <laughs> so as a joke <laughs> one of the guys gets a quarter, sneaks over in the dark, drops a quarter in the thing, <laughs> and the bed vibrates the rest of the night. Oh! <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's stuck. Oh, uh, it's it stuck. For, which, you know, if, if you wanted it, you got a great deal for the one quarter it vibrated until uh, we checked out it vibrated oh all night
2: oh, that's not a pleasant <laughs> that's not a pleasant vibration i mean it's yeah. a it's a seasickness inducing vibration <laughs> after you know i mean it seems like a great idea but it's like 2 seconds into it you're like yeah. i've made a horrible mistake
1: it did so, seem like know. the kind of thing that yeah, it's, it's fun for about 5 seconds and then the next the next seven hours, fifty nine minutes. And <laughs> oh, <seven. seconds>. So <laughs> what happened? Did she?
2: Did they make her? Did they make the guy sleep in the bed, and then they all slept in the other bed?
1: No, because we didn't. You know, it was kind of ha ha ha. All right, let's go to sleep. And the expect <laughs> the expectation was how you know how long does this thing go? It's it, you know it's only going to go a couple minutes and then it'll turn off. So right. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. It shakes it. the whole room. It shakes the whole room too. It, I it was kind of loud, not, but. Yeah, so the guys, us guys, we fall asleep. Oh my god, we're we're fine. I'm surprised that the the ladies let us sleep. But yeah, yeah So we go to sleep, and then the sun comes up, and we wake up. And you know, before you even op- before I even open my eyes, I I can hear the vibrating. <laughs> I'm oh like, my what? God. The- <laughs> and the the women are there, just like the thing vibrated all night. <laughs>
2: well this yeah. is this is uh this scene also you know harkens to um there's a lot of hotel parts in best in show mm-hmm. you know and
1: so I oh, think yeah. about that yeah well. yeah. but um, yeah, Ed,
0: Ed Bagley jr is he he's the hotel yeah he's the hotel manager yeah he's the manager
1: in that case there and it's uh yeah Eugene levy and and Katherine O'Hara go to check in and there's there's yeah. issues with their reservation. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's just, it's one of those things where every time you go to, so like every time I go to check in, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I never know what to expect. (laughs) And
1: it's, uh, but yeah, I just think about Smitty. It's Smitty. Well, it's one of those situations that it's ripe for comedy because you're helpless. The person behind the desk has the power. They have the keys, literally, you know, they have the keys to the room. So am I, you know, am I going to have a good night or a bad night is completely up to this stranger, uh... That you hope it works out. Yeah, I mean, out. <laughs> so, I, there's a convention
2: I go to in Charlotte and um, went there with a couple of friends. And when they check in, they're like, well, they gave us the handicap accessible room, which is fine normally, you know, no big deal. So it's like, okay, sure. that, that's fine. But when we – what happens is that there's – the shower is basically <laughs> the whole bathroom is a shower. Right, right. right.
1: So – Bathroom and with it, a drain in the middle of the floor,
2: right? And so it's like it's just a really weird situation <laughs> because there's now five of us, and it's like, <laughs> all right, you know, like so. You know, the first person goes to take a shower, and then, like, what happened with the <laughs> towels? It's like, well, I had to make a little moat out of you know, I had to make a little barrier <laughs> out of the towels Sand so bags. that the whole floor wasn't, yeah, and so it's uh. But it's just one of those things where I'm just like, hmm, this is definitely a spinal tap kind of situation here.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got to be a good sport when you're going out.
2: Yeah. After a while, we were like, well, we could change rooms, but we we figured out how to do it. We Mm -hmm. just had to order extra towels and, you know, we made it work, but we couldn't get seven people in a King Leisure. I don't think that would be possible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I had a a bit of an uncomfortable moment when um, when my grandfather passed away and my mother and my brother and I, you know, made quick reservations to for a hotel uh, down in Southern California. To go to his funeral, and uh, the the room ended up having one of those mirrors over the bed. Oh no! <laughs> was, already, it was my mom, my brother, and I as adults all sleeping <laughs> in one big bed, but <laughs> had a big, huge mirror over it too. <laughs> but we all had a good laugh. My mom has a. I pretty- think it
2: has to do with uh, it's a it's a beach kind of place. I guess if some place is seen as a as a destination you run in the you run, your risk factors get higher for things like that i mean the yeah. there was a convention i went to in orlando and that was the only one i've ever had where the, the, like you said there was the jacuzzi in the room you know and you're like oh man what is this? <laughs> so, like right next to the bed yeah. there's a jacuzzi oh. so it wasn't it didn't even have its own separate room it yeah. was just there and just the whole decor of that place is just—I've uh, read 80s. Songs.
1: I'm not getting <laughs> yeah. into a hotel hot tub.
2: But, oh no, yeah. no, it was—it wasn't one of those things. It was just like it was just like I'm not—I uh, just—I don't feel comfortable in this room. It was just weird. I, one of the—I watched this show called Hotel Impossible. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show, but it's um—it's great where this guy comes in, uh, Anthony, and he he um—he fixes failing hotels and. And stuff like that, and he deals with a lot of customer service things, and that's mm. that's just what they have to do, you know. I mean, that's a that's a tough business. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a tough business, and uh, you get called all kinds of names, I'm sure. I mean, twisted old <laughs> fruit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Speaking of which, I've always loved that line, you know, twisted old fruit. Although, of course, it's not very sensitive. but no. That is no. something we realize with Ian, as I mean, he. Yeah. He, uh, refers to, uh, Dennis Eaton hog as a, what is it? Something.
2: pufta. Puffta. Pouf- yeah. 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 But the, so, the yeah. comeback is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's the gasp, the gasp yeah. from the other associate, from the, you know, the, from Reba. <gasps> you know, that, yeah, yeah
1: she's, <gasps> you know, <laughs> cause she knows she works with Smitty. So she, you know, she knows them. Yeah. <gasps> I can't believe it. You know? <laughs> but
2: yes, many, Just as God made me, sir. Oh, so good. So, so good. So, you know, it's just
0: <laughs> Yeah, and it just again is one of those things like here's just one minute and it just lives on in my mind in infamy. Infamy just how great these actors can just give us so much in one one little snippet right. of time, you yeah. know. So one memorable. Little scene. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. and they and again they give, and then they take away. So you get, I'm just as God made me, sir. And then boom, we're 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 going to the you know we're down the lobby. We're going to the band. They cut away. right yeah. That again, if you know, I just I don't think I don't remember. I I probably didn't see this in the theater. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't quite old enough for for R rated movies at the time. But I just think. If you, just try to imagine watching this in the theater, and you've only got one shot, everything's going by. You know, there's no buffer, there's no jump back seven seconds, there's no pause. You get no one shot then. at all these jokes, and it's line cut new scene. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. They they uh they don't make it easy, but it's worth it's worth the work when you you know when you go back and, and you work at it. There's gold. There's gold in them there minutes.
0: Well, speaking so of. It- of gold (laughs) before we leap away from Mm -hmm. paul benedict um andy you were mentioning of course a lot of us know him and recognize him from the Jeffersons. And I definitely remember really enjoying him. He was a great comedic character on there. And also, yeah, I think I I must have, I mean, I was definitely a big watcher of Sesame Street well mm. into adulthood. So I'm yeah. sure <laughs> that I recognize him. Once you started explaining him painting but I thought oh yeah mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure I saw him on that but yeah. I also just thought I just snooped around on IMDb a bit and saw this funny little thing that I don't recall ever watching I think I would have remembered this TV movie that came out in January in, ni- in January of 1982 called The Electric Grandmother hmm. and he's actually Um, Oh my gosh! I think I may have seen this. Did you? (laughs) So this
2: is. so it's like a it's like a it's like an automaton that they get to replace their grandmother. Is that this? Yeah,
0: and it's from a short story by Ray Bradbury, but it, it says. Let's see. Well, let me see what I have here just on the main page. A trio of children and their father get a very special robot grandmother to yeah. assist them. So I that not remember that.
2: So he plays the father? I don't even remember that.
0: Well, I don't know who he plays because it says Marine Stapleton. She plays the robot grandmother. <laughs> Seafull cast and crew. So I'll go over there. I was just on the main page and it says that it's the story I Sing the Body Electric. <laughs> So a lot of people I mean I remember reading Ray Bradbury. Yeah. And uh, I say Body Electric. So I probably read this story um and yeah, then yeah, Maureen that. Stapleton is the grandmother, Edward Herman RIP and shout out to the Gilmore Guys podcast, which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. Sure. Um Paul Benedict is Guido Fantacini, Fanta- Fantacini, so I don't know what that and then Robert McNaughton is the son, and Robert <laughs> McNaughton, I recognize because he's the he's the older brother in um, E.T. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, wow. Yeah,
2: it was on. I, you know, I swear I saw this. Um, I'm trying to think. So 82. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, this would have been that's interesting. Yeah. So like, if you could imagine this in my um, grade school in fifth and sixth, during lunch they showed movies. So, like, they had a film projector that would project onto... So, the in the cafeteria, there was a big uh, movie screen, and they would show movies. It would usually be, like, Benji or Willy Wonka or something like that. But I think they showed this, because 82 it would have been a possibility. It was a short movie, so it would have been perfect for, like, a lunchtime kind of situation. Yeah, I've seen this, or maybe I even saw it on TV in an after-school situation or something like that, but... I remember it because I was like, "This is an interesting movie. What is this?" Because it, yeah, it's in I that same era,
0: family sci-fi.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. in that same era of um, the Worst Witch, which is one of my favorite movies too, with Tim Curry. Have you ever seen that movie? It's oh, a, I've it. Mm-hmm. This is the same era, right? So it's like it may have been something on like the Disney Channel or something like that around that same time. So it's um,
1: so it's just like a uh, small wonder. But it's a grandmother instead of a little. Girl well, you're not
2: really girl. sure. It's really odd. I I think that she, the movie. I forget how it works, but I think that she actually dies at the beginning of the movie, and yeah. then they get they get a delivery okay. and.
0: Well, the sto- and it's really
2: yeah. yeah go on. Sorry.
0: sorry, I would just say the storyline, which is not written really clearly, says to To a family whose children are traumatized by the death of their mother.
2: Oh, that's who uh, it is. Their mother. Dies.
0: Help comes in a most bizarre way. They receive, and this is where it's. They receive three pieces. I don't know what the pieces. <laughs> yeah, are. I think
2: they put them together and ones head. That one's joined
0: together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give, a re- give a recording for an offer for an electric grandmother. Does that sound familiar? Three yeah, I think they.
2: I, I, I think that it's uh, it's like a Mary Poppins <laughs> situation where they like, they like uh, ask for help or something like that, and so. And it says then, they go like, to a
0: bizarre factory where they yeah. customize their new grandmother, and within a short time she arrives. The android is equipped with everything needed as a parent and the boys are charmed the daughter however still misses her mother and she bears no welcome to this interloper
2: yeah, yeah there's this... some the the <laughs> the thing about the movie that's weird is that the daughter actually it's like a mrs doubtfire situation <laughs> also where like somebody the daughter is like i'm not buying it you know and so yeah. there's some looks where it's almost like a it could be construed as a sinister vibe Mm. Of like, what is this lady doing here? But I believe at the end she's won them all over and it's almost like she's real at the <laughs> end. I forget. It's like, where's that line between reality and what you want? It's a yeah, it's it was basically a it's Twilight a fi- Zone. It's a fine for kids.
1: Line. Yeah, it's a fine line. It's a <laughs> it's fine a line. Well this yeah, this sounds <laughs> I don't remember this this just sounds awful. <laughs> the way you just
2: so, I, mean, the, I
1: mean not necessarily a bad movie, but you know, so you, you have these children, they're traumatized by the loss of their mother. Right. So we're gonna deliver a grandmother in three pieces. It just I sounds like anymore. so the, the kids are traumatized and we're gonna make sure they I never think recover.
0: They, build, they they like do a build-a-bear of the grandmother. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a it she just arrives
2: and it's like uh yeah, but it's it's weird. It's about it's interesting. I, I remember it. it's one of those, um what a bizarre little movie. I'd forgotten all about that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. the the whole point that actor was a he was a big part of our childhoods, you know. Yeah. I mean he was just there. Mm-hmm. But this was this is the beginning of when, like I said, the dawning of like, oh my God, I recognize that guy. Yeah, this yeah. is a movie. This isn't real. This isn't a documentary. This is a movie, you know. And it's like he's an actor. He's an actor, and then um, which is the, and that was cemented later with the uh, the ar- arrival of Duke Fame and um, his manager, right? And um, and that's when I knew that this was a movie. Yeah, and I started to enjoy Howard it, Hussman. but also mm-hmm. yeah, Howard Hessman is just a very bizarre turn of everything there with uh, <laughs> but and we, yeah, we don't so this see is where it, you
0: we, this is where when you watched it the first time you first finally time. realized this is a movie not this a is
2: fake yeah, yeah this is this is these are actors but even so <laughs> after that after Howard Hessman leaves and uh, maybe when I finally saw Paul Schaefer later and a few of the other people where I was like hmm maybe but they play such yeah. different characters,
0: yeah. Because
2: because yeah. um, Howard Hessman at the time was on. Uh, remember that show? He was on head of the class. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Uh, mm-hmm. you oh, know, yeah. So that was after WKRP, and right. so you know I had seen this guy a lot, so I definitely recognized him, and I was like, okay, there is something going on here. I'm not sure what it is.
0: Yeah, and he's a seasoned improv guy. So Great. even though you recognize mm-hmm. him, he's still doing a fantastic job as this manager with this again, just keeping an eye on the outfits, <laughs> you know. He's got something yeah, the,
2: interesting going. Such a, <laughs> such a crazy thing. And and the again with the ca- the camera and how the it's clumsy. Yeah. It's not it's not shot like a normal movie, you mm-hmm. know, and the the quick the quick zoom in on Duke and and uh, some of the other stuff where he bats their hand away when they go to, you know, <laughs> totally this <got> little. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, and
0: that makes more sense, too, when I think about a camera moving in, that of course you'd bat them away because
2: yeah. Who are these guys? they're
0: intruding not only with their persons but with their their own bodies but what they've got a camera with them so yeah, who knows that there. he might think this camera is coming in to get some sort of pre-tmz you know action yeah. with duke we Fane. don't really
2: see the camera guys ever do we we really never see the camera guys and like if there's a guy with a boom mic or or something like that we they never really on
0: stage a couple times yeah like when okay. they Doing their live performances, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, I'm am curious in the future hotel scenes if we get them in mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah, you know, yeah. or,
1: I mean it's kind of natural. It, it, it yeah, it, it's so we we have caught a couple of glimpses, but it fits into the the conceit of this being a documentary where. Yeah, of course. Those concert scenes, they'd be trying to capture those from multiple angles. Right, you'd have right. multiple cameramen. So if you're, you know, if you get a shot from one side of the stage, you see a glimpse of the cameraman who's on the other side, and that kind of thing. Right. Um, whereas, in, uh, I guess a scene like this, you probably have like it more natural to have a single cameraman who's just swiveling around to to catch the scene. I think the
2: the other part of this that I love so much is that. The guys are all hanging out at the brochure section. <laughs> yeah. Which is especially growing up in Florida where I did, uh, those were everywhere, you know. I mean, right. goodness, all the attractions and uh you don't see them quite as much anymore. They must it must have been some kind of organization that prepared all those things, but
1: yeah. but certainly um, hotels still have them.
2: Yeah, um, so some hotels, travel. but oh. it, I've been surprised I haven't seen a lot lately. It's a very hotels have gone for that kind of stark Look, you know, right, and so right. it's uh, this is, This hotel is very still wood grain and uh, very 80s. You're
1: just yeah, staying uh, in a nicer
0: hotel. some lanterns, some kind of Maybe. Like, wall sconce, <laughs> yeah. lantern wall sconces, and yeah. And Howard Hessman, I mean, I didn't do a bunch of research on him, I just love Howard Hessman. That's yeah. pretty much all oh, I gotta yeah, say about yeah. that. <laughs> and then his <laughs> outfit is like, I think he's wearing a jacket on a jacket. <laughs>
2: It's, it's a very uh, yeah. Phil Collins Genesis kind of look. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a very 80s, I don't know, with that kind of, that pattern of whatever it was. Yeah. Or was just, but it's, you know, there's
1: there's snaps and a
2: zipper. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's snaps on snaps on snaps. on. Yeah, yeah. it kind of reminds me of something like um, Eddie Murphy would wear, too. I oh,
2: yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anything from that yeah. time, anything around that time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those cross the. Oh my God. It's weird. I, I wish I could see the pants because the like the under jacket's so long. I can't even.
1: Right. right yeah. yeah. Maybe in we... the
2: next scene, maybe there's when they're yeah. walking away to, you know, wait for the limo. Yeah. You know, maybe they. <laughs> yeah.
1: We have to go sit in the lobby now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> sure. Love to sit and chat, but uh, got to go wait for the limo. Yeah, so if, I'll if use we... that line. Yeah.
1: Have yeah. we talked about why Howard Hessman is here?
0: Well, I know and why I know he's we, here. Like, well, I know we've.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know we. we I know I. have talked about it. I just don't know if I've talked about it in on in the podcast. Um, I
0: don't think we've so, talked right. about it. So in I'll the just it's, it's
1: quick. It's it'll probably take. It'll be the, the the story is shorter than this um, introduction.
0: <laughs> well, then Basically. let's let's pull this introduction <laughs> out a little bit longer.
1: <laughs> um. Well, sure, Yeah. So. Uh, so Duke Fame is played by Paul Shortino. Mm-hmm. who is, I think this is his only acting credit in terms of playing a character other than Paul Shortino. But he has made a lot of appearances in other things as a musician. He's done uh, some soundtrack work, some music work for video games. He was also a member of Quiet Riot. Uh, he replaced, when they voted out, Kevin Dubrow, the, uh, the original singer of, of Quiet Riot in uh, the late 80s. He was the uh, the replacement singer. So, he's, uh, gotcha. he's a rock and roller, but he's not an actor. And apparently, he had problems with his lines in this scene. So, it was sort uh-huh. of a, they called an audible and said, all right, if this guy can't talk, we'll cast somebody as a manager. And we'll have a manager do all the talking for him. Oh, I see. I see. And that I is why that. Howard Hessman is here. That's nice. I gotta
0: say, he does a great job though with where, what he does here, Paul Shortino. I think mm-hmm. he's, yeah, he well, yeah, he, he,
1: act, he acts he's, the part, and it makes sense. He really does, yeah, yeah. Well, and he's, I guess we're spo- we're supposed to get the idea he's on the Ascension. You know, he's younger, but you know, he's playing the big arena. He's I whatever yeah, it dome is, in, in Memphis. yeah. yeah. Right. He's yeah, he's playing the big dome while. You know, while Spinal Tap are playing whatever hole in the wall they've they've been booked at. You know, they're they're probably playing the, the college or something. And you know, he's got hasn't handle- the gig
2: actually even been canceled? I don't even remember. I've, I guess you'll get into that in the uh, future spoiler minutes. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> but all this effort about yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, so, so yeah,
1: ultimately the gig is canceled oh, um, yeah, in I this. Forgot. So yeah, he's kind of younger on the Ascension, and uh, yeah, the band when the the screaming groupies come in. Of course, Spinal Tap are like, "Oh, here, here we go!" Um, yeah. But they're there for Duke fame. Uh,
0: oh man, that really reminds me of when you're trying to be cool and you think somebody's coming to say uh-huh. hi to you or something, oh, and they just walk you right past f- you. Yeah, <laughs> <waiting> <laughs> right you might fast, even man. you mm. might even say something to them, and then uh, oh, trying to not even oh, talk to me. Are oh, you? that's the worst.
2: Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> I remember looking at somebody across a crowded bar and i he was a really, you know, cool local musician guy. And I remember I was smoking at the time. This is way back when and... I remember putting my, you know, cigarette up to my lips, and it, instead of doing a cool drag, I knocked my cigarette <laughs> with my lip down, so it burnt <laughs> my finger oh. in between my fingers, and oh man, there was no recovery for that. Oh, it was not cool. Not cool.
2: It's one of those things, but that's that, that's the that's the um, painful part of this scene is them, you know, the the realization of all that stuff. You'll get into it later with the, how much talent he has and everything. But but it's, uh, oh, it's, it's hard because you can see it. And and you can also see the difference (laughs) between Howard Hessman as his manager versus Ian, you know? So it's like, uh, uh, it's such a, you know, somebody that's together and they've got it together and they are on top of things. And you've got Ian there. Who's, that's uh, another spoiler, but he's like he doesn't really get it fixed. <laughs> he doesn't get the situation with the hotel fixed, you know. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough.
0: I gotta say, Mick is look coming out looking really good though. Right back here with his reflective Mick mm-hmm. Shrimpton with the, the drummer with his oh yeah, it's
2: a total glasses. Glasses. it totally it's looks like the, yeah. I mean that's like straight out of the uh, Def Leppard look. I mean that was yeah the look at the time and it's just like. But yeah, talking about miniature golf and everything is just... uh...
0: (laughs) Yeah, and he's, I mean, that makes sense too, because he's, so here in this shot that I'm looking at with both Mick and with uh, Duke fame is that we've got real musicians and they've got a real, real good look. Duke's got like an elevated, I mean, that's also straight out of the Eddie Murphy Closet, right? Mm-hmm. That whole white on white. I mean, Eddie's was red, but I mean, still, right. it's like a stylized motorcycle mm-hmm. jacket and nice big bulge and the white leather, open, all the
2: zippers. Yeah, I can't. You can't uh, see his feet, but I don't think. But you can imagine that he's wearing these like almost, you know, those. Um, uh, they definitely have a heel to them, you know, maybe the cuff is turned over, you know mm-hmm. I mean it's mm-hmm. you know, the leather the they leather could even
0: have a little buckle or some sort of bling on them, yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah, it's definitely there, you know Something it's not that a might
0: be giving him a bit of height, yeah,
2: yeah, it's a prancy, it's a prancy look. <laughs>
0: Well, shout out to Paul Shortino who also follows us on Instagram and has some. He has some very cute pictures of his his dogs and his. uh, He makes
2: a good impression in this in this film and and, you know it's such a that's I think that's the thing that sells it as real so much as just capturing these tropes of you know the ascending rock star who is Mm -hmm. who is here versus the. The guys that are almost forty and they're you know they look good, but it's hard. It's a hard yeah. business.
0: Yep, it is. It is indeed. And I wonder why he has. I think it's just aesthetics that he's got the the glove on one hand, not the other. <laughs> maybe or... <laughs> it may have been <laughs>
2: what he had. It may have been you know maybe he took it off to shake somebody's hand or something like that in a previous take. Or yeah, it's, it's so hard to <laughs> know, but. The groupies are yeah, great, yeah. though. You know, they're just
1: yeah, you
0: know. yeah. They do a great job. The groupies, um, yeah. She's got that instamatic camera. Oh the, my gosh, the,
1: the one ten camera. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. That's definitely. I definitely
0: uh, had a couple of those yeah. in my lifetime.
1: There's a couple
2: of cameras like that's the thing that you can really date stuff on the
1: mm-hmm.
2: the insta. You know, and that and the the disc cameras. Do you remember the disc cameras? And it was like yeah, the disc. <laughs> I just flat. You know, and it was just like, that's a Kodak disc. It was like, right format does not exist anymore. You know, it's <laughs> like, nobody even remembers it, you know, you, you know, so it's like, what a crazy thing. It was such a big part of our lives.
0: Yeah. And it looks like, well, maybe the other woman has like an autograph book mm-hmm. because she's yeah, is autographing that. Um I mean, to me, it kind of looks like a little address book or a pocket book, but I guess it's probably... An autograph
2: book. The world f- wasn't as jaded as it was now. You know, that was uh, I see a lot of things about that of um, even people that have Beatles um, signatures and stuff like that. They never had a guitar with them to give to John Lennon to sign or something like that. Like right. people do now, you know, like they had a little autograph book and that's what people, that's what you did. It was. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my gosh. Or they used to have those stuffed animals called the autograph, (laughs) it was called an autograph hound. So it was like, I remember those, I remember those. And
2: I'm sure they did not last, you know, I mean, goodness, but I guess it was something you could hold on to.
0: Can you imagine going to sleep at night and cradling this autographed hound with like Paul McCartney's signature on it? It would be crazy.
2: It was a a (laughs) different time. It was what you needed as a kid, you know, it was, it was real, yeah, But yeah, no, I remember that my mom used to work for Avon and she, um, there was a one that they sold for, um, for graduations and like I, I had it for years, but I never used it. I ended up never using it. And it was like, uh, because the idea of people signing it and it's like, it bleeds all over and like the ink, ink you know, signing a stuffed animal, it just doesn't. whoever thought of that? Like it's just a fad. Yeah, it's a fad. What could I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell Not them this, fad. but I <laughs> it's a fad. <laughs>
0: oh man. Well, is there anything else about this iconic minute here with the guys and the hotel and the? I think I've I've sort of run my course on my end here.
2: Yeah. Like you said, they don't really revisit it. It just, it is what it is. And it's, it's a King leisure and it's, you know, it's like, it fits. It fits. It's perfect. It, it's what adds to the realism of it and they don't overplay it. It's just, it's uh it stands by itself. It's great. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I think in terms of uh, this minute and this week, we've, we've run the course. It's been nice. It's so
2: fun to, I, I love talking with you guys about this movie yes just, uh, and... all the all the little <laughs> all the little insights and the things that you catch and uh, I was telling Heidi before like a, you know you can't necessarily tell everybody that you'd feel better if you weren't such you know under such heavy sedation you know but <laughs> you can you can you can say that to certain people and they get it, you know
0: yeah. It's a secret language. It's a secret
2: language of of the Spinal Tap. So thank you guys for letting me speak it with you.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for for joining us. I knew it was going to be fun, and it it absolutely was. And thanks for spending all this time in a full week talking tap with Sean
2: and I. Absolutely. The best.
0: Well, that wraps it up, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this um, special week. Find us at the usual places, SpinalTapMinute.com, et cetera, et cetera. We've got some other fantastic guests coming up soon. I just want to tease out that, uh, you know, barring any bizarre gardening accidents that... (laughs) Artist Skinner will be our next guest, and he'll be on for a couple of days in a row, and I'm really looking forward to that. He's another artist of a, a bit of a different stripe than what you do, uh, and Andy, but he's um, really talented and cool and fun, and he's also a musician, and we're old friends, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to having him over here in uh, Spinal Tap Minute Studio West for a little chit-chat on the next coming minutes.
2: Yeah, anybody that's a, a tap Fan is okay with me. (laughs)
1: All right. So
0: (laughs) is this the uncomfortable silence you're talking about? Uh,
1: So, uh, so Andy, if, uh, (laughs) if any of our listeners enjoyed spending this week with you and perhaps wanted to purchase a signed book or maybe some one of a kind, originally owly artwork, where could they do that? They can do
2: all of that at my website, which is www.andyrunton.com, A-N-D-Y-R-U-N-T-O-N. And they can also follow me on Instagram at Owly, O-W-L-Y, and on Twitter at the same.
1: Fantastic. And like I
0: mentioned before, I highly recommend that, especially if you like absolutely charming, wonderful artwork and uh, comics that are, they are unique. They... If you wouldn't mind talking a bit on it Andy and um, mm-hmm. that that this these comics that you do they have no words
2: right Yeah they have uh, they have a few words but most of it is they are silent comics which means they use a lot of symbols and uh, use a lot of the visuals to tell the stories so the um, but they are stories about a kind-hearted little owl that's Owly and his best friend Wormy who's a little earthworm and they just kind of go about their lives and try to make friends and go on adventures. So it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's good for all ages of kids and really um, become popular with kids that are having trouble learning how to read because um, uh, they get a real sense of accomplishment when they can read the whole book all by themselves because they can just pay attention to the pictures really closely and uh, follow along. So it's, um, but yeah, that's kind of what I do. Well, wow. that's
0: great. Thanks for doing it. It's well, appreciated. I like to read, but I also am a big comic book fan. And I also think of myself as a visual learner in that, with those books, um, with those panels, they do evoke so much uh, emotion and clarity of what the story is that for me, as a, a visual learner, I felt like they were really spoke to me as an adult. And I also you know who doesn't like an owl and a worm
2: <laughs> That's <eating> right. friends? <laughs> oh well, thank you so much. That was super kind. Very
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I like owly tip. <laughs> oh, <that's fine. laughs> no, really, it really is 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 good stuff. So uh, yeah, and and great uh, great talking with you this week. It was uh, good good look great drama. Good look yeah, great drama. Great luck! Great luck. <laughs> so uh, I think, yeah. So I think on, on that note, we should uh, wrap things up for the week. Everyone out there, have a good weekend and come back and uh, join us on Monday for Minute Twenty Six.
0: And have a good time all the time. Have a good time.
1: <laughs> That's my philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, until next time, and so say all of us. Tap tap into, into America. America. Uh,
0: Okay, I'm
2: gonna wait till you. <laughs> I thought that was your new intro. I'm gonna do a whole. <laughs> just gonna laugh. Just gonna
0: laugh. <laughs> All right, three, two.